0: The White Sox crush Sonny Gray and the Twins make a statement in tonight's series opener. It's all coming up on Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Thursday, July 14th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. This is Lockdown Twins, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen. Every day, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Again, this is Nash Walker. been running at Twins Daily for four seasons, been hosting this podcast for three seasons on a daily basis. And I saw this game play out last year for the Minnesota Twins at home against the White Sox getting absolutely destroyed. I remember I was at Target Field last year, and the the game was over in the first inning, essentially. Uh, Jay Happ started that game, and uh, Danny Mendick hit a home run. I believe Nick Madrigal hit the only home run of his career. It wasn't. It might have been. Nick Madrigal, not a power guy, hit a home run that night, and the White Sox just throat stomped the Twins. Luckily... The Twins are in a better position tonight when they got beat 12-2 to than they were last year when they got clobbered. And uh, Yermeen Mercedes swung at a 3-0 pitch off Tyler Duffy. You know which game I'm thinking of, Twins fans. Uh, Sonny Gray. We'll talk about Sonny Gray. Twins with runners in scoring position. The, the no-challenge call. The statement game for the White Sox. And uh, starting pitcher since Wes Johnson left. Not good. Let's, let's start with where this game, I think, was lost. Many things didn't go right for the twins early on, but this game was lost with the bases loaded in the fourth inning and two outs. Sonny Gray to Luis Robert. I score most games from home. So I have a scorebook and I score most twins games from home. It just gives me a better view. I like to see who's coming up. It helps me think of bullpen decisions in a, in a different way. Cause I know who's coming up in the order. I can see what's ahead. I like to score and Sometimes I'll circle an at bat before it plays out. So I'll circle an at bat and I'll say, "Okay, I'm going to come back to this at bat in the post game tonight, and I'm going to I'm going to say how this at bat was a, an at bat that changed the game." You have 27 at bats either way, or more than that, 27 outs <laughs> either way, a lot more at bats, but you have a couple of game that can define that evening. And I circled the Robert at bat. I didn't circle the Mancada at bat right before that, and he had. I think he had popped out, but the bases were the bases were still loaded. He grounded out a rise through home and, and cut down the run at the plate. I circled the Robert at-bat because there were two outs, and Robert is a guy who can absolutely destroy you. And Mankata can do some damage, but that at-bat right there with two down was crucial. That was the biggest at-bat of the game. Sonny Gray gets ahead on a check swing, gets another check swing that is called no swing. It looked like he went around, but the count was 1-1. Sonny might have gotten screwed there. It was close. That happens. And what you can't do is then throw the next pitch that he did, which is a hanging slider right down the middle of the zone. Luis Roberts looking for sliders. He chases everything. He chases at, I think he chases at the highest rate in the majors. If not, he's absolutely top three in the majors and in swing rate or chase rate out of the zone. So he knows, like, he knows how pitchers are going to come after him. And he still swings the sliders down and away because he's so aggressive. And Tim Anderson's a similar type of hitter, but he makes more contact. And Luis Robert probably knows he's getting a slider there, waits back on it, crushes it. No doubt, home run, grand slam. Game was over. Twins had chances. You know, Jorge Polanco almost hit a three run homer to the uh, overhang in right field. We've seen him put balls into that overhang for so many years now. Almost made this a 6 5 game later. But that that at bat was the ball game. And everything that happened before and after, it's significant. And I think the twins could have gotten back into that game. I also think the twins could have taken control of the game before that at bat. But that that's the swing right there that defined this ball game. Luis Robert hits a grand slam. Teams that hit grand slams are going to win a lot of games. <laughs> You're going to win a lot of those games. I thought Johnny Cueto, you know, slithered in and out of trouble, very much like he did against the Twins in Chicago last week. But Sonny Gray's got to be better and that pitch has to be better to Luis Robert. That's it for Sonny in the first half, and that's a statement game for the Chicago White Sox. And this is what I feared. This is, this is my fear. You didn't bury them. You, you didn't bury them when you could have, and you know they're going to hit. You know Luis Robert's going to hit. This dude is ultra-talented. He's going to hit. He's going to hit home runs. They're not going to be held down forever offensively. Does that mean I think they're going to be a world-class offense in the second half? No, I don't. I also don't think that this team is great, even when they're at their best. The White Sox, I think they have clear holes defensively, you know, just base running simple things around the edges of the game. But the Twins aren't great. You know, the Twins are not a great team either. So my fear here was the White Sox are going to start to get going and they're going to have a game like tonight. And it's one game, but this is a statement game for the Chicago White Sox. And this is what I've said for weeks. This is what I've said for months is the Twins can get you know, a three, four, five, six game lead on the Chicago White Sox. The fact of the matter is the schedule does matter and they are going to get opportunities against the Twins and they're going to get opportunities against the Royals and the Tigers and the A's in the second half when the Twins don't have as many of those games remaining. I saw today before this matchup, Twins had the 16th uh, toughest remaining schedule. So the 14th easiest remaining schedule, the White Sox have like the second. Uh, They might actually have the easiest remaining. They're close. They're close to having the easiest remaining schedule. So that's reality here is they're going to play the twins a lot more times. So the twins have taken five of the first seven matchups, but there's 12 more games between these two teams and now only four games separating them in the standing. So this is this was a possibility here and the series is, is far from over. It's a four game set. But if you're the Chicago White Sox, that's exactly how you want to come out in game one. You get on Sonny early in the first inning. You push him out of the game in the fourth. You get into the Twins' bullpen. It's a four-game set. You save your best arms. Liam Hendricks, Kendall Grayman. I don't know if Joe Kelly counts as one of their best arms, but you saved Joe Kelly. You saved your best arms in that game. Got a long, good start from Johnny Cueto. That's exactly how you draw it up. If you're Tony La Russa on the Chicago White Sox, they didn't use Ronaldo Lopez, who's been very good out of the pen. That's a, that's a great game for the White Sox, and that's a, that's a tough loss for the Twins. Like, they got... Their butts kicked tonight. They didn't make the pitches. They didn't get the big hits. And the White Sox got the biggest swing of the game, certainly, on that uh, grand slam from Luis Robert. Let's talk more about this game. The challenge call. Rocket Bodele chooses not to challenge a close play at the plate and how this game got away from the Twins in the early innings. Uh, they could have taken control after this word from Blue Nile. Looking for fine jewelry but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Blue Nile is great jewelry whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment. Find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Lockdown Sports Lockdown Twins listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKDOWN. That's code LOCKDOWN. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenow.com today. More at-bats with runners in scoring position. More at-bats with runners on base. Coming into the game yesterday, and I guarantee you it didn't get better. Entering the game yesterday, the Twins were the worst team in the American League in terms of OPS with runners in scoring position and two outs. Your eyes have not deceived you. The Twins with runners in scoring position and two outs have been awful. The worst team in the American League, actually. So really awful. The worst. The worst. And the third worst in the league, I think, behind the Pirates and the Diamondbacks. So... It can't get much worse, and if it does, you're the Pirates or the Diamondbacks for the Twins, and they had chances in this game. They had chances yesterday. They were lucky. Jose Miranda came through with a big three-run homer, and they had really nice at-bats in that ninth inning against Josh Hader. They had opportunities yesterday. They had opportunities today with runners in scoring position. I thought they got to Johnny Cueto. You know, he was walking. They took great at-bats. They got hits off him. They blooped in some singles. They had some hard-hit singles. They got to Johnny Cueto. They're not completing that, though, and – I know people don't want to hear it. And I, I'm not saying it's a guarantee for Miguel Sano to come back and start to come through in those spots because overwhelmingly the evidence has been that he, he hasn't done that, especially, you know, this year was awful. But they so badly need more big swings. You see the White Sox get a big swing from Luis Robert tonight. The Twins with runners in scoring position with runners on base need more big swings. I've said this. This is not just a reaction to... Tonight, This is going back weeks. They have lacked the Jose Miranda three run homer from yesterday. They need more of that. And the offense, it's hard to blame them because they have scored a bunch of runs. They've been a good offense this year. They have the second best OPS plus in all of baseball to the Yankees, which is, you know, on base plus slugging, which is measured at a league average of 100. I believe the twins are at 113 and the Yankees are at like 116, but the twins are second entering play today. They've had a very good offense, not as consistent and not as consistent with runners in scoring position, especially runners in scoring position and two outs, not getting those big hits. They need more big swings out of this offense. They need pull power with runners on to bust innings open. It's fun to scratch across a run or two. That's great. Scratch across a run or two. And they've had trouble doing that at times. Even they need big swings. They need. You know, Byron Buxton to be more consistent. They need Carlos Correa to come through in those spots with big swings, you know, doubles, home runs, extra base hits that drive in multiple runs in those situations. They need Alex Kirloff to hit for power. They need Jose Miranda. They need their entire lineup, top to bottom, to come through in those spots with big swings. Yes, it's nice to move the line. It's nice to draw your walk and move the line. It's nice to put the ball in play sometimes. It's also really nice to get a grand slam like Luisa Robert got tonight. To, to have that big swing with runners on base that busts the game open. The Twins lacked that tonight. They didn't get that early on. They had opportunities. They had first and third and Gio Urshela thrown out at the plate. Or was he? You know what would have been better there? A three-run homer. A three-run homer would have been better right there for the Twins. They haven't gotten those big swings as much as you would like to see, especially in run-scoring spots. Now, let's talk about the challenge. So, Gio is thrown out at the plate. The Twins. Quickly, choose not to challenge. You have to make a decision quickly in that moment. The White Sox broadcast, I watched Jason Benetti and Steve Stone because I think they're outstanding. I'm watching the White Sox broadcast, and they could not believe that Rockwell didn't challenge that at the plate. I thought it was a closer call than people were making it out to be, but that was a spot that also kind of – Flip the game in a way. You know, if, if Gio scores there and there's only one out and Jeffers moves up to second, who knows what happens with Correa at the plate. Maybe he doesn't strike out there trying to do too much to drive in the run. You, you never know what happens in that spot if Gio is not thrown out at the plate. Gio's so slow. <laughs> He's really slow. And this team is pretty slow outside of a couple of guys. You know, you got Buxton and Celestino, Gordon have some speed. This team's pretty slow. That was a good throw from Pollock, a nice play from left field to throw out Gio Urshela. And, you know, the challenge call was 50-50. I thought it could have gone either way, and that's my take on it, is I think it could have gone either way. Maybe it's worth challenging in that spot in a one-run game. In hindsight, it was worth challenging. Maybe you get that call. But I also thought in the moment, this is Johnny Cueto. They're having great at-bats. They're going to have opportunities to score more runs. Maybe that run is not as important. And maybe it wasn't because the White Sox scored 12 tonight. So does that one run really make a difference? Let's look ahead to the rest of the series. Devin Smeltzer, Michael Kopech going Friday. What this win means tonight. I thought it was important. After this word from BetOnline. BetOnline BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online is where the game starts. Twins clobbered Michael Kopech five home runs off him last week in Chicago, and he's gonna start in Friday's game. It's a different ballpark, it's a different situation. I love the twins at guaranteed right field because it is a, a hitter's park. It's <laughs> you don't have the overhang in right field, it's not a pitcher's park for left-handed hitters. It is a hitter's park. They'll still have opportunities to hit the long ball. When we look back at this series, something that has drowned the White Sox so much this year is they've been unable to hit home runs. They hit too many ground balls. They don't hit homers like they did tonight. When you hit home runs, and there's so much evidence to back this up, you're going to win more games when you hit home runs. It's it's crazy to say, I know. When you hit home runs, you're going to win more games. When we look back at this series, I will bet you, The team that out-homers, the other team, will win this series. And the White Sox won that battle tonight. Kyle Garlick in a home run in the ninth. We'll take that. Didn't end up mattering. But the Sox got the big home runs tonight. Got the big home run from Luis Robert. Twins need to hit some homers tomorrow. Michael Kopech's the type of guy. Good ride on his fastball. Power arm. You know, Cy Young caliber stuff. Hasn't been that way recently with his stuff. He's got a little bit of fatigue, I think, going here in the first half. It's his first time starting a full season in a while after Tommy John and his stint as a reliever last year. He's a guy that it's it's hard to string together hits off of him because his fastball is so overpowering. You're much better off hitting home runs. Wow, wild take. But that's what happened last week in Chicago. Much better off for the Twins to just hit home runs off Michael Kopech. He's going to throw fastballs in the zone. You have to attack those fastballs. You have to take advantage of his mistakes. You can't miss those mistakes, and you have to hit him out of the park because he's good at limiting damage in innings. When you string together hits, Michael Kopach, what kills Michael Kopach is walks and home runs. So you take your walks, you you load up the base pass, and then you hit home runs, and that's what the Twins did last week. Do exactly what you did last week. It's a different situation. Michael Kopach pitched at Target Field earlier this year and shut the Twins down. They ended up winning that game. But he shut the Twins down at Target Field. So will we see Chicago Kopek? Will we see Minnesota Kopek? Will we see a Kopek in the middle? I will guess we'll see the Kopek in the middle. And for the Twins, it's very simple. This is what it's been. Since Wes Johnson left for LSU, the starting pitching has been awful. I'm not going to jump and say it's because Wes Johnson left for LSU. I mean, did these guys just become bad pitchers when Wes Johnson went to LSU? Or is it more likely that these guys are kind of reverting back to who they were. We knew this rotation wasn't very strong going into the season. Sonny Gray's got a 3.74 ERA. That's that's about right for Sonny Gray. And, you know, Devin Smeltzer coming back down to earth is about right. I don't think he's as bad as the gopher balls he's been tossing up there recently. I don't think he's as good as the Devin Smeltzer we saw in the first month and a half of the season. I'd love six innings and three earned runs or less. It's very simple for starting pitchers right now for the Twins. Can you give us a quality start? Six innings. Three earned runs or less. If Devin Smeltzer does that, it'll be a successful outing for him, especially against this White Sox lineup that crushes left-handed pitching. I think Smeltzer can keep him off balance tomorrow. I'm hopeful that Devin Smeltzer can go out there and give the Twins a quality start. He's not going to walk guys, which I like. You know, Recently, that hasn't been true. But overall, Devin Smeltzer is going to throw strikes. He's going to keep the ball in the zone. If he can keep the ball in the ballpark against the White Sox, he's going to be in good shape. And the same is true for Michael Kopech. So this is an interesting matchup. Friday, I saw the Twins open as minus 135 favorites, which is, that's wild to me, that they're they're big favorites. Not big, but like favorites. And, and they're at home and they did beat up Kopech and he hasn't been as good. But this is a White Sox lineup that hits left-handed pitching very well. And they get Devin Smeltzer, a soft-tossing lefty Friday night. This is a big game for the Sox, the opener, because they just set the tone. They set the tone, they came in, they socked you on the mouth. This is what the Twins did in Chicago last week in those first two games, especially the second game when they came out and whooped up on Michael Kopek. They punched the White Sox in the mouth. The White Sox came into target field tonight and clocked the Twins. And that was a statement game. To me, watching that, watching that play out was the White Sox reinserting themselves back into this conversation. They've always been in the conversation for me because I knew that this was possible. It's one game. It's not three games. It's not four games. It's not five games where they're playing well, but they have won three in a row and they get three more shots at the twins from the twins point of view. You can just take care of business here. You're going to be in good shape going to the all-star break. They're going to be in first place going into the all-star break. How many games up are you going to be? And they can take care of business over the next three games. You draw a split with the white Sox. You're going into the break. You're up five games on them. That's, that's a fine spot to be. And if you somehow take the next three, you know, you're up seven games on them, but that's unlikely to happen. More likely is a split, and the Twins will need to take two out of the next three. It starts with Friday night. It starts with a good outing from Devin Smeltzer. It starts with the offense jumping on Michael Kopech mistakes, hitting more home runs, and, and scoring with runners in scoring position, scratching across those runs, hitting for power, and driving in runs. This was a tough game. It sucks to lose to the White Sox, and when you get crushed by the White Sox, it's not very fun. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. Now make your second listen Lockdown MLB Prospects Host Lindsey Crosby as a Prospect Encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. I believe Lindsey's talking about the Twins in his upcoming episode Christian and Karnasio and Strand, promoted Matt Walner promoted. We'll have a Prospect Friday coming up soon. I promise you, we'll actually talk prospects over the All-Star break because we'll get a, a little bit of a a segue into the second half, and we'll talk about Twins' top prospects. And that's important as we approach the trade deadline. A lot more coming on that as well. Thanks for making Locked on Twins your first listen today. Like, subscribe, comment. Let me know what you think in the comments. Thanks so much. Go Twins.